Welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, Elise 5000. And today we're going to be talking about the five laws of creation and how you can use them in your life. So before we get started, I just want to let you guys know that I do this podcast for me, okay? For you and for me. I just needed an outlet where I could organize the information that I learn on my journey, my spiritual journey. Um, As you know, I did have like a weird spiritual awakening in 2019. And, you know, after that, I I just wanted to know. I wanted to read. I wanted to learn because I saw some things about what I was accepting as true. I saw some flaws in that. And I mean, I've, I've known since a kid that just things that we accept in our society didn't seem right. And so my quest to figure out the nature of reality, to figure out why is everyone doing a religion for and why are there different ones and and why does everyone think theirs is the right one? All of these things perplexed me and I, I couldn't like move forward until I figured it out. Like, cause I'm like, well, I need to be praying, but who am I talking to? Like, who really am I talking to? Like, I need to get this figured out before I can even move forward. You know what I mean? So anyway, with that said, what I really want to talk about in this episode is the five laws of creation and how to use them in your life. And I went to go see Bashar. This is actually some of Bashar's teachings. If you don't know about Bashar, he's channeled by a guy named Daryl Anka. And Bashar is a extraterrestrial, okay, from Esasani civilization in like fifth dimension. So yeah, I discovered Bashar in like 2014. So I've been on Bashar since 2014. And I think that more and more people are starting to recognize Bashar's teachings. They are very similar to that of Thoth teachings. And I mean, the occult teachings of the Bible and the Quran. And um, I see the correlation. Yeah. So I went to see Bashar in Vegas in 2018. Yeah. 2018. I went to go see Bashar in Vegas. It was wonderful, actually. And um, I took a picture with Daryl and Daryl just had this light in his eyes. He just was a really nice guy. And I, I really enjoyed it. We did this this meditation. I felt good after. So yeah, Bashar is, he's from a fifth dimensional civilization called Esasani. And actually Bashar's got these books called Quest for Truth and Blueprint for Change. And they're really, really good. And this is where this information comes from. So yeah. So the basic blueprint of the structure of existence is the five basic laws of creation. And these five basic laws are true everywhere in the universe, including all dimensions. So this is like what he says is just their laws for all dimensions. Law one is that you exist. I am. Okay. I think therefore I am, which assures me that I speak the truth, except in order to speak, it is necessary to exist. My dad made me learn that when I was eight. That's the Cogito Ergo Sum by Rene Descartes. And yeah, my dad totally made me learn that when I was about eight. And that's when he started teaching me about mental constructs of reality. And that's probably why I question everything and wonder like about everything because he primed my mind to do so. So yes, that's Rene Descartes and his discourse on method 1637 and his philosophy. Okay. I am. I am is everywhere in the Bible because Moses was like, oh, I've come up with this 10 commandments. Who shall I say sent me? I am sent me. That's to me, that's Moses, his mind. 
That's how I look at it. He sent himself because the 42 laws of Ma'at, those, the Ten Commandments was already in that. So just trying to figure out, he kind of just made it be 10 commandments instead of 42. But I digress. I digress. So yeah, num- law number one, you exist. I am. You exist. You are. Number two, everything is here now, right? So time is fake. Time is an illusion. Everything is just one big day since you were born and you've just been having one big day, one long day. Okay, where you changed ages, however many times, you feel like it's different days, but it's just one big day. Number three, the all is one and the one is all. Like, that's why I say we all are God, because we're all just one thing, which is totally weird, but we're all God. Like, we're we're not like, we are separate, but we're not kind of, because we exist, because it's matter and it's like, we're conscious. So anyway, number four, what you put out is what you get back. I mean, energy, what you put out, you get back. I guess that's like karma. And five, the only constant in the universe is change, except for the first four postulates, which never change. So the only constant in the universe is change. And actually that's in the Bible, um, Ecclesiastes, where I'm thinking that's King Solomon. And he's saying, don't quote me on this, but I think that's King Solomon. And he was kind of in a bad mood, like on some Debbie Downer. And he was just like, nothing's new under the sun. What will happen before will happen again. And it keeps going on and on. And I mean, it's pretty deep, but yeah, everything is changing always. Like the seasons, you're getting older, you know, or if you're taking your collagen, you could be getting younger. Okay, or if you're getting your fillers, you could be getting younger. But anyway, so yes, you exist, I am. So if you exist now, your existence is eternal. You have always existed and you always will exist. And you may change form, like die and come back as a butterfly. Or you may die and come back as Michael Jackson. I don't know how this thing works. You might die and come back in the past. And you're like picking cotton somewhere, you know? I mean, this thing is infinite. You could die and come back as yourself and live the exact life again and then maybe do a little bit, you know, do slightly different things. Or you could come back as Mahalia Jackson. I don't know. But the point is, you may change form, but you are existing always. So everlasting life is already yours. I do want to read this Egyptian, ancient Egyptian proverb that says, those who live today will die tomorrow. Those who die tomorrow will be born again. Those who live ma'at will not die. So, you know, Jesus says, those who follow me will have everlasting life. Before Jesus was ma'at, before uh, Moses and all of that was ma'at, 42 laws of ma'at. And so that was one of the, uh, the Egyptian proverbs. So everlasting life, those who live ma'at. And another ancient Egyptian proverb is the universe is mental, held in the mind of the all. The all is spirit. So getting back to the first postulate, I am, you exist. I just want to add that every individual is a self-aware, self-reflective, free will entity, which is a holographic representation of the infinite creation, which is a holographic representation of what you would call God. Every individual is always as powerful as they need to be to create whatever reality they desire without having to hurt anyone else or themselves. You don't have to sacrifice humans. Nobody had to die for you, for your sins. Every individual is a holographic representation of the net consciousness. Every individual is conscious on some level. You know, even honeybees, I mean, even people in a vegetative state, they're still conscious. They're like in a different realm, living, doing things. Psalms 82, 6 
I said, you are gods. You are all sons of the most high. That is the same thing as being a holographic representation. Now, if you don't, if you still don't believe that you're a God or that you are God or, you know, having a human experience, how about Genesis 1:27? So God created man in his own image. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air. What does this mean having dominion? That means that you over the fish and the fowl and everything this just means that you have your you have the ability to create your own reality. When people control what you believe, they can control your reality. Newsflash. All you have to do is control what someone believes about themselves and you can control their whole life. This is why I advocate staying away from toxic people. Like I can't stress this enough. Run, okay, from anyone that tries to make you see yourself in a way that you are not. Carter G. Woodson said, if you make a man feel that he is inferior, you do not have to compel him to accept an inferior status, for he will seek it himself. If you make a man think that he is justly an outcast, you do not have to order him to the back door. He will go himself. So that's why I don't like when I hear people referring to black people as minorities. That is a derogatory word to me. I am not a minority. Don't ever refer to me as a minority. Newsflash, anyone listening who is not black, don't, don't call me a minority. Please don't, don't do that. So yes, we are holographic representations of the net. We are conscious, consciousness. All right, so if I didn't explain the net, well, if you haven't heard any of my past podcast episodes, then I will have to explain the net to you. It's a goddess, Tanit, Neith, Net, the Netters, the Nun, all of that, the cosmic waters, the cosmic womb of consciousness, we come from a cosmic womb. The whole ankh, it's a womb. It's the symbol for net or neath or tanit. It's her whole body. But not only is it her body, it's consciousness. It's the shape for consciousness and life, everlasting life, also across too. And I actually went back and studied some ancient Berber drawings of the net or neath or tanit. And it's a cross, literally just a cross. That is her. So it's a cosmic womb that we come from. It symbolizes everlasting life. And like the long part that everyone says is a penis, it's actually a portal. It's a, a yeah, it's a portal to get to whatever reality that you prefer to, to be at. And then her head is like a circle. And the symbolism of a circle is that the circle represents evolution, um, the process of transformation from death to birth, ending and beginning, as a circle has no beginning and no end. So in this sense, a circle represents eternity. And so that is what neath, net, netter, ankh, life, that is the, that ankh, that is what that means, okay? It's a, it's a portal to everlasting life. It's a portal. We never die. This is the way it is. It also represents a supernatural motion that keeps things moving continuously. It represents the heavens, whereas the earth and human form are seen as the square. So on a larger scale, a circle represents the divine that keeps everything moving through spiritual law and order. And on a smaller scale, the circle represents our own individual spiritual force that keeps us evolving. That is why we wear the unk. That's why I wear unk. It's consciousness, it's everlasting life, it's the body of the net, tanit. And furthermore, energy is neither created nor destroyed, okay? Albert Einstein, E equals MC square. Moving on, everything is here now. Time and space are illusions, but your experiences within time and space are real. There is only here now. Why is this important? So Tehuti, Thoth, 
Hermes and the Emerald Tablets talks about time. And there's a chapter in the Emerald Tablets called The Key of Time, Tablet 10. He says, list ye, O man, take of my wisdom, learn of his deep hidden mysteries of space, learn of the thought that grew in the abyss, bringing order and harmony in space. So remember the Bible story. I'm, I'm going off topic just for a second because I want, I'm trying to understand it just like probably you are if you're listening. So consciousness and reality is created by thought. So God became conscious or the universe or consciousness became, started becoming conscious of itself and let there be light, the whole let there be light. And then light began to manifest. The sun started forming. And so everything that exists was a thought by somebody, by God, by us humans, because we are conscious. So we are God. We're thinking things up. There's a, a, a particle split experiment where they were uh, playing with these particles and the particles that were observed were the ones that split. The behavior of the particles that were observed changed, but the particles that were not observed had no change. I, that's as good as I can get with that experiment. But so back to Thoth, know ye, O man, that all exists has being only because of the law. Know ye the law and ye shall be free. Never be bound by the fetters of night, which is darkness, which is ignorance which is not knowing thyself. Far through strange spaces have I journeyed into the depth of the abyss of time until in the end all was revealed. Know ye that mystery is only mystery. Know ye that when it is knowledge unknown to man, when ye have plumbed the heart of all mystery, knowledge and wisdom will surely be thine. Seek ye and learn that time is the secret whereby ye may be free of this space. Long have I wisdom, sought wisdom, I and shall seek of eternity's end, for know that ever before me receding shall move the goal I seek to attain. Even the lords of the cycles know that not yet have they reached the goal, for with all of their wisdom, they know that truth ever grows. That's exactly the particle split experiment. It's like what you uh, focus on, like you, I guess, expands. Like, so the universe is always expanding because we're, exp we are expanding, right? So it just, uh, it's just always going to be something more because we live forever. And so that would be boring if it was like nothing to explore. Like that would be no, like, why, why are we here? Why do we even exist? If there's no, if it's not for just expanding, expanding, expanding. So truth ever grows. So once in a past time, I spoke to the dweller, asked of the mystery of time and space, asked him the question that surged in my being, saying, oh, master, what is time? Then he spoke, he the master, know ye, O Thoth, in the beginning, there was a void and nothingness. That's the nun, the cosmic water, you know, in the beginning, let there be light. It was void and nothingness, a timeless, spaceless nothingness, space. Dark matter, nothing. Everyone was like, "Where who who God mama is? Where God come from? Nowhere. <laughs> Timeless, spaceless nothingness. And into the nothingness came a thought. Let there be light. Purposeful, all pervading, and it filled the void. Okay? There existed no matter, only force, a movement, a vortex, or a vibration of the purposeful thought that filled the void. Let there be light is the thought that filled the void, honestly. Let there be light that filled the void. That's how the, the space started, you know, filling out. 
right? Consciousness made space happen. And we are literally making space happen. We are uh, imagining these new planets. They're being found. We're doing this. So anyway, so then Thoth says, and I questioned the master saying, was this thought eternal? And answered me the dweller saying, in the beginning, there was eternal thought and for thought to be eternal, time must exist. So into the all-pervading thought grew the law of time. A. Time which exists through all space, floating in a smooth, rhythmic movement that is eternally in a state of fixation. Time changes not, but all things change in time, for time is the force that holds events separate, each in its own proper place. Time is not in motion, but ye move through time as your consciousness moves from one event to another. A, by time yet exist all in all, an eternal one existence. Know ye that even though in the time ye are separate, yet still are one in all times existent. Ceased then the voice of the dweller. That was probably his own voice. <laughs> okay. And departed I to ponder on time. For knew I that in these words lay wisdom and a way to explore the mysteries of time. I just want to add, we're seriously just exploring ourselves, but oft did I ponder the words of the dweller. Then sought I to solve the mystery of time. Found I that time moves through strange angles, yet only by curves could I hope to attain the key that would give me access to the time space. Found I that only by moving upward and yet again by moving to rightward, could I be free from the time of movement? Could I be free from the time of the movement? Fourth, I came from out of my body, moved in the movements that changed me in time. Strange were the sights I saw in my journeys, many of the mysteries that opened to view. A, saw I man's beginning, learn from the past that nothing is new. What, what Solomon said, ain't nothing new under the sun. He said it in the Bible, y'all. The Bible is like all of this stuff put together. <laughs> like Thoth says, seek ye, O man, to learn the pathway that leads through the spaces that are formed in time. Forget not, O man, with all of thy seeking, that light is the goal ye shall seek to attain. Search ye for the light on thy pathway and ever for the goal shall endure. So that means seek Christ because Christ is the light. That's the truth. Christ energy is basically the truth. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. I believe him. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but have the light of life. That's what I try to tell y'all. I feel like Jesus... And those are kind of like reincarnations. So anyway, the light is the goal ye shall seek to attain. Search ye for the light on my pathway and ever for thee the goal shall endure. Let not thine heart turn ever to darkness. Light let shine, soul be a sun on the way. Jesus is the son of God, the son of God, the soul, it's raw, amen, raw. We say amen after prayer. These are the words of the amen, raw, light, sun. Know ye that eternal brightness shall ever find thy soul hid in light, never fettered by bondage or darkness. Ever it shines forth a sun of the light. A know through hidden in darkness, your soul, a spark of the true flame exists. Be ye one with the greatest of all lights. Find at the source, the end of thy goal. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end. Light is life, for without the great light, nothing could ever exist. Know ye that in all formed matter, the heart of light always exists. I, even through 
bound in the darkness, inherent light always exists. Once I stood in the halls of Amenti, the halls of Amenti, and heard the voice of the lords of Amenti, Amen, T, saying in tones that rang through the silence, words of power, mighty and potent, chanted they the song of the cycles and the words that open the path to beyond. So words are activating this thing, guys. Words, because words have the ability to create metacognition in the brain and create new neural pathways, which is the tree, which is the universe, tree of life, which is the neuron, a brain neuron. It looks like a tree and it also looks like the universe as above, so below. But A, back to Thoth, I saw the great path opened and looked for the instant into the beyond. Saw I the movements of the cycles, vast as the thought of the source could convey. Knew I then, even infinity is moving on to some unthinkable end. Saw I the cosmos in order, and part of a movement that extends to all space, a party of an order of orders, constantly moving in a harmony of space. Saw I the wheeling of cycles like vast circles across the sky. Knew I then that all that has being is growing to meet yet another being in a far off grouping of space and of time. Knew I then that in words are power. Mm, say it again, those. Knew I then that in words are power let there be light, to open the planes that are hidden from man. Okay, because the words activate the neural uh, network in the brain and then your reality is created because that is your brain is the actual universe as above, so below, because we are God. But anyway, A, that even in words lies hidden the key that will open above and below. What? As above, so below in your mind. In reality, okay. Hark ye now, man, this word I leave with thee. Use it and shall find power in its sound. Say ye the word, Zen Uru. Okay. See, I'm not so sure. I, you know, I don't know about these words. Uh, Because what is this translated from? Like, what is this translated from? But anyway, this is what, I guess, the English way of it. That's why, you know, English, different languages, this might not be the, the word. I don't know. Zen Uru. Might, I mean, if you want to say it anyway, it could do something. <laughs> I don't know what it means, so I don't know how it could activate anything in my brain because I don't know what it is. There's nothing to connect it to, but Zen Uru, Z-I-N, that's Buddhist, Zen. Uru, what's a Uru? U-R-U. Zen Uru. Mm. Uru Azaga a holy city in Babylon. And Uru is not in the Scrabble Dictionary. I need to just add that. So if you're thinking of using Uru as a word, you're not going to win in Scrabble. Uru in Sanskrit means wide, broad. Uru in Swahili means diamond or mother lizard. The significance of the mother lizard is net or neath is known as the goddess of the crocodiles. So sometimes Neith was pictured as a woman nursing a baby crocodile and she was titled Nurse of Crocodiles, which reflected parthenogenesis, which is uh, women self-procreating themselves. Uru in Hebrew means is the verb to sell. Oh, wait, no. Uru, the verb to sell in Japanese, is the command shine in Hebrew. So it's a Hebrew command that means shine. So we're saying zen, shine. But what would zen mean? Like in a diamond also, uh, in, in 
Swahili, that's same thing as shine, diamond. Shine right like a diamond, what were you going to say? The definition for zen, Z-E-N, is peace. But what does Z-I-N mean? It's a wilderness of Kadesh, the desert of Z-I-N, Zen. Zen desert. So desert shine, is that what we're thinking this means? Okay, Thoth, he says, say Zen Uru, and power ye shall find, yet must ye understand that man is of light, and light is of man. List ye, O man, and hear a mystery stranger than all that lies neath the sun. Know ye, O man, that all space is filled by worlds within worlds. That's the dimensions. One within the other, yet separate by law. That's what I said. I said we was all one, but we was separate, but we is one thing. That's what I said. So Thoth goes on to say... Once in my search for deep buried wisdom, I opened the door that bars them from man, called I from the other planes of being, one who was fairer than the daughters of men. Ai called her from out of the spaces to shine as a light in the world of men. Shine, that word shine, uru. Uru means shine, y'all. Zen uru. Used I the drum of the serpent, wore I the robe of the purple, and gold. Oh, oh, he a cute dog. Thoth, Thoth a cute dog, y'all. He wore, he was wearing a robe, a purple and gold robe. Thoth is a cute. All right. Went up, my daddy used to say, went up to heaven to see what I can do. The deltas were angels and the Lord was a cute. All right. Back to Thoth. Placed on my head, I, the crown of silver. Around me, the circle of cinnabar shone. I'm thinking cinnabon. Like, I really want a Cinnabon at this point. But around me, the circle of Cinnabar shone. Raised I my arms and cried the invocation that opens the path to the plains beyond. Cried to the lords of the signs in their houses, lords of the two horizons, watchers of the treble gates. Stand ye one at the right and one at the left as the star rises to his throne and rules over his son. A, thou dark prince of Arulu. Arulu? Take notes. What is Arulu? Jason Darulu. Ooh, no, not Darulu. Arulu. A, though dark prince of Arulu, open the gates of the dim hidden land and release her whom ye keep imprisoned. I'm thinking that this is like your mind that could be imprisoned. Anyway, he goes on to say, hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, dark lords and shining ones, and by their secret names, names which I know and can pronounce, hear ye and obey my will. The secret name is huge in Egyptian, Berber Egyptian alchemy, because Isis wanted Ra's secret name, and somehow she made him say his secret name, and then she stole his power. Um, and she killed him, but his tears brought him back to life because he's a god. Anyway, so he said, Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye, dark lords and shining ones, and by their secret names, names which I know and can pronounce, hear ye and obey my will. Lit I with the flame my circle, and called her in the space plains beyond, daughter of light, returned from Arulu. Seven times and seven times have I passed through the fire. Oh my God, this is kind of a lot. Sun was over. Food have I not eaten. Water have I not drunk. I call thee from Arulu, from the realms of Eckershegel. I summon thee, Lady of Light. Okay. What is Eckershegel? Eckershegel was the goddess of Kerr, the land of the dead, or the underworld in Sumerian mythology. Greek equivalent Hecate. Hittite equivalent sun goddess of the earth. He seems to be summoning the Eckershegel. 
So, I don't know. This is beyond me at this point. He goes on to say, Hear ye and listen, O my children. Magic is knowledge and only is law. Be not afraid of the power within thee, for it follows law as the stars in the sky. Know ye that to be without knowledge, wisdom is magic and not of the law. But know ye that ever ye by your knowledge can approach closer to a place in the sun gospel of the kingdom of heaven list ye my children follow my teaching be ye ever seeker of light shine in the world of men all around thee zen uru shine follow ye and learn of my magic know that all force is thine if thou wilt fear not um akershegel akershegel is the goddess of magic so when you are summoning akershegel you're summoning the magic within you fear not is in the bible 365 times so thoth says fear not Fear not the path that leads thee to knowledge. So yeah, don't be scared to search, but rather shun ye the dark road. Light is thine, O man, for the taking. Cast off the fetters and thou shalt be free. Know ye that thy soul is living in bondage, fettered by fears that hold ye in thrall. Ooh, open thy eyes and see the great sunlight. Be not afraid for all is thine own. Fear is the Lord of all dark, Arulu. Oh, to who, to he who never faced the dark fear. So Arulu is fear, is like your ego who never faced the dark fear. I know that fear has existence created by those who are bound by their fears. Shake up thy bondage, O children, and walk in the light of the glorious day. Never turn thy thoughts to the darkness, and surely ye shall be one with the light. Mm, say it again, though. Never turn thy thoughts to darkness because thoughts create matter because we're conscious. Let there be light. And you know what? There's this metaphysical concept that I've been studying called thought forms, which is at things that you speak are actually created entities in the astral realm. So, and that's actually a real thing. The astral realm is just a different dimension. I think it's like the fourth dimension. So thoughts do create form. She didn't say, let there be darkness she said let there be light and there was the sun and the moon and surely ye shall be one with the light man is only what he believeth what thoth thoth preaching that thoth preaching thoth where you at thoth i got a picture of thoth right here in my in my studio thoth said let me say it again man is only what he believeth a brother of darkness or a child of the light Come through into the light, my children. Walk in the pathway that leads to the sun. Ra, amen, Ra, halls of Amenti. Hark ye now and list to the wisdom. Use thou the word I have given up unto thee. I guess that's Zen Uru. I guess you could say it. Zen Uru, if you ain't scared. Hark ye now and list to the wisdom. Use thou the word I have given unto these in Uru. Use it and surely thou shall find power and wisdom and light to walk in the way. Seek thee and find the key I have given and ever shall thou be a child of the light. Chapter 10, Emerald Tablets. Thoth, Tehuti, Hermes. Woo! Now, guys, I want to say that I do read a lot of this other occult information because 
the goal of this podcast is to help my own mind expand, right? So in listening, we're creating new branches, uh, new neurons in the brain, learning something new. And especially these types of spiritual concepts that can help you connect to the things that you already know. It's uh, creating new, new neural pathways. So that is why I go into this. I hope you don't think it's boring. It, it is long. I did read like literally a whole chapter, chapter 10 of the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, Tehuti, Hermes, the God of Wisdom. <laughs> so, um, and I and I also want to add that most of the quotes of the people that I, that I'm quoting, these are all kind of the same energy. These energy, Jesus, Albert Einstein, these are Christos energies, truth energies of um, knowledge, wisdom, learning, expanding, expansion. That's the purpose of life is expanding. So basically listening to this is an exercise to expand your your brain. Okay, so number three. <laughs> the third one is that the, the all is one and the one is all. And that's also so too. Just as each tiny section of a hologram contains the information for the entire hologram, likewise, we are all interconnected through consciousness. The part contains the whole. Everything is truly just one totally interconnected thing. It's called the Akasha, Akashic Records. So all things are the same one thing vibrating at different rates. So think about this, just as water and steam and ice are all the same thing vibrating at different frequencies, likewise, matter and energy are the same substance vibrating at different frequencies. So you got the highest frequencies is steam, which would be considered consciousness, okay? Medium frequencies is water, which is liquid, which is spirit. Your spirit is liquid. It's electromagnetic energy spirit, liquid, water, medium frequency. And then you got your lower frequencies, which is third dimensional, matter. Ice would be considered matter. And this is the same thing. This is water, steam, ice, the same substance in a different form. And that is what we are. All things are the same one thing vibrating at different rates. You have your own personal energy signature. I have my energy signature. Everyone has a different frequency that they're vibrating on, which makes them them. So all things are spirit vibrating at different frequencies. Matter is solidified energy. Matter is spirit energy vibrating at a slower frequency. Your body is solidified spirit crystallized spirit. Your spirit is not in your body. Your body is in your spirit. So as you raise your vibration, you become more spirit-like, moving closer towards fluid-like. Like what I said, your reality becomes more malleable, thereby making your reality creation easily changeable, more malleable. Once you raise your vibration, you see what I'm saying? And become, stop being so three-dimensional, raise your vibration. This is how our ancient ancestors built the pyramids. We can't do it anymore. We're like, how do they do it? Because our consciousness fell. Our baseline set point vibrations are low here on earth right now. So we select and receive specific versions of reality by our beliefs. We select and receive by our 100% trust in what we know is true. So if you got somebody telling you that something is true that isn't, that's going to limit your the possibilities that you experience. So that's why I say stay away from toxic people. So number four, what you put out is what you get back. 
The outside is a reflection of the inside. Physical reality is actually a three-dimensional holographic mirror. Your physical reality is just a holographic reflection of what you most strongly believe to be true. And like a mirror, physical reality will not change unless you change first. So you have to change your core beliefs, change what you most strongly believe. If you want to experience something different on the outside, what is it that you are believing that is causing this to be reflected in your current reality? Also karma. What do you believe you deserve based off of what you've done to others? Guilt and shame. You know, guilt, shame, things like that bring negative experiences into your current reality. So if you're around, you know, self-righteous people telling you you're a sinner and you don't deserve blessings and that you're a filthy rag, I think you should run away from them. That is spiritual abuse. That is, it's low vibe and it's not true. It's lies. Satan is a liar. The devil is a liar. On the flip side, if you're doing a lot of negative shit, it will come back. Because you know what you've done and it's in your consciousness. Now you're expecting others that are going to, you expect others are doing it to you. So now you're always, you know, looking out because you know how you are. And so you projecting that onto other people. And so that's also how karma can hit you. So that's why integrity is very important in this process. So yeah, what you put out is what you get back. Clean up your vibration and clean up your behavior towards others. So just as a radio must first vibrate at a particular frequency in order to receive the one particular broadcast from all the possible simultaneous broadcasts that happens to be vibrating at that same frequency, likewise, each belief gets you vibrating at a unique set of frequencies. These frequencies then attract by sympathetic resonance, those holograms vibrating on the same frequencies. That is out of the background, universal matrix of infinite possible holograms, all of the infinite possible versions of reality that are simultaneously existing, those holograms and symbols that synchronistically vibrate at the same frequencies as the frequency of your belief get pulled out from this matrix and received by you as the actual external physical experience that you then sense as real objective reality. So each belief is a unique set of frequencies, which is a template that determines which holograms you attract into your experience. So what we believe and totally trust to be so sets up the alignment from which we receive that particular version of reality. This trust or knowing is the mechanism by which creation takes place. So without believing, we would create no reality and be non-existent. At every given moment, we are always totally believing something. All possible versions of your reality already exist. In fact, they are all here right under your nose, right here, right now. This is a parallel realities. However, most of these versions are invisible to us and they become visible only when we tune ourselves via our beliefs to be compatible and resonant with the frequencies of any other particular version. Furthermore, since time is only a local illusion that does not really exist, everything you ever hope to become or attain, you have already become and attained. If it is invisible to you, that's only because your beliefs do not have you vibrating in a manner that is synchronous with those versions. You already contain it all, all possible versions. All of these here now versions are in various states of 
visible, invisible for you, depending on your beliefs, relative to any particular version. So you see and objectively experience the versions that are synchronized with how you are vibrating. And that is your beliefs at any given moment that determine how you are vibrating. Stay away from toxic people that want you to believe you aren't who you say you are. I am. My father and I are one. I'm God. Blasphemy. Blasphemy. How you gonna tell me who I am? That's you. If you don't think you're God, that's on you. You go be not God and I'm let me be who I said I am. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I can perform miracles because I believe in myself. It's all a hologram of many holograms. So check this out. In a hologram, first of all, what is a hologram? What is a hologram? A hologram is a three-dimensional image created with a photographic projection. It is taken from the Greek word holos, whole, and gramma message, not grandma, but grandma. So in a hologram, each part of the hologram contains the information for the whole hologram. The universe is structured holographically as above, so below. The universe is a, is a hologram, okay? You are holographic. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you're a hologram. It's a triangle. You are holographic. Each possible version of your reality is also holographic. You contain within you all possible versions of reality. All holograms, versions of reality, are contained within you. So from all these infinite possibilities, you select the version to be experienced with your beliefs, imagination, and feelings. Your imagination is the archive of all your possible holograms. From this archive of possibilities, the version of you that you imagine, believe, or focus your imagination on is your currently selected version of reality. So then you activate the selected version with your feelings. The more intense the feelings, the more powerfully you activate this version and therefore the more quickly it manifests as your tangible reality. Positive feelings activate the positive desired versions. Negative feelings activate the negative undesired versions or the dreaded outcomes. So how many times have toxic people made you feel negative about yourself, negatively about everything, situations, they nitpick, they constantly criticize. How in the hell are you supposed to vibrate at a higher frequency around these people? Please explain to me. They're killing you. These people are killing you. They're satanic. They're killing you. They may not even know that they're demons, that they are being satanic by constantly criticizing, nitpicking, uh, constantly pointing out your flaws. Like, who does that? What in the world? Who, who really does that? If they're not empowering you, making you feel good about who you are as a person, even if you're a shit person. Sometimes if another person comes along and is like, you're not this, this person, like I see you as this, then maybe the person will start seeing themselves in a different way and they can start behaving in that way, right? But people want you to see yourself and you know, like my grandma, she told me I was bad as a child. And I asked my mom, I was like, was I bad as a child? She was like, no, you were good. And I'm like, why, are you, why was my grandma trying to make me feel that I was bad? Cause she wanted me to feel shame and guilt so she could control me. I'm sorry. And I'm putting my grandma on blast because she doesn't know any better, okay? She's older and that is how, I mean, she really doesn't know. I don't think she's conscious. I just think it's natural for her. I don't, I don't know. I mean, or she could be conscious. She could know exactly what she's doing because she was like, you are so bad. She was trying to program me. And I'm like, why would you say that? I know, I know I wasn't bad. I'm very confident in the fact that I was not bad only because my friend told me, she was like, um, you're not bad. Like I did think I was bad at one point. 
And I was manifesting a lot of negative things because I thought I didn't deserve. I thought I was bad. She told me I was in bed. I was like, I'm not bad. She was like, no, hell no, you're not. Hell no. Do you know the stuff I've done? Like, do you know the stuff people, people out here doing? Like, no. And I was like, what? I didn't even know. So this friend is, she essentially raised my vibration by informing me that I was not bad. And I couldn't believe it. I had been belittled and criticized for everything. You don't clean your room. Oh, well, God, if that's all. I had to go to therapy, my parents with them, and they were like, she don't clean her room. And the guy was like, the doctor was like, that's it? Like, that's what you're <laughs> like? She don't have no, she don't be stealing out the stove. She don't be stealing your car at night and running off boys. And like, what are you, what are you? He was like, okay, thank you. That is enough. And then he told me, he was like, you ain't the problem. I'm going to just leave that story like that. But you see and objectively experience the versions that are synchronized with how you are vibrating. And it is your beliefs at any given moment that determine how you're vibrating. So Abraham Hicks, channeled by Esther, she says, worrying is using your imagination to create something that you don't want. Oh, God. Again, I'm going to say that again. Worrying is using your imagination and what did Albert Einstein say about imagination? Albert Einstein said imagination is more important than knowledge for knowledge is limited, whereas imagination embraces the whole entire world, stimulating progress, giving birth to evolution. Bashar calls it I, magi, nation. What's a magi? It's magic, like what they call witchcraft, sorcery. What those say, he learned the magic, conjured a magic, <laughs> okay? I, E-Y-E, Magi, which is the third eye, what you see is what, you know, becomes matter. So I magi nation. And Abraham said, worrying is using your imagination to create something that you don't want. Your beliefs are the result of what you imagine and then activate with your feelings. The version with the most intense feelings attached to it is the version that gets activated. So I've been, you know, my dad told me when I was little, he said, boys are predators. And every single guy that I have ever dated have been predators. But yeah, daddy said boys are predators. And so I have a belief that men are predators. I do. And I'm working on changing my beliefs, okay? So that I will one day meet a non-predator, okay? But in general, are, are men bad people? That's a whole nother episode that I do want to have. I want to address the issues of are men bad people? Or is that something that we've created um, in our belief system? Because we do put men on blast as being bad people in general, like women in general, which are we wrong? I mean, we have evidence that men are bad people. We also have evidence that women are bad people too. Maybe people are bad people. Maybe there are bad people and there are good people. But my belief suggests that men are predators and I'm working on that. I digress. Your beliefs are the result of what you imagine and then activate with your feelings. The version of the most intense feelings attached to it is the version that gets activated. As an analogy, if your computer screen offers you many choices and all you have to do is click on one of them to select it, then your imagination is the total of all the available choices on the screen. Moving the mouse to the desired choice is like focusing your imagination on one particular vision. And then... Clicking on the choice is like using your feelings to activate your selection. Okay, so in a hologram, each part of the hologram contains the information for the whole hologram. The universe is structured holographically. You are 
holographic. Each possible version of your reality is also holographic. You contain within you all possible versions of reality. All holograms, versions of reality, are contained within you. From all of these infinite possibilities, you select the version to be experienced with your beliefs, imagination, and feelings. And pata is uh, uh, feelings. Amen is imagination. And then beliefs is thoth, I think. Don't quote me, but the gods have something to do with this. The Egyptian, the Kemet, Kemetic gods. So then you activate this selected version of your feelings, okay? Activate, you activate them. The more intense the feelings, the more powerfully you activate this version. And therefore, the more quickly it manifests as your tangible reality. Positive feelings activate the positive desired versions and negative feelings activate the negative undesired versions, the dreaded outcomes. Your beliefs determine the reality that you perceive. Your beliefs determine your perception of reality. All right, so to wrap this thing on up, the only constant in the universe is change, except for the first four postulates, which never change. So get used to the eternally changing creation Nothing's due under the sun. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There's nothing new under the sun. Reincarnation. And so with that said, I appreciate you guys for listening. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so so you can be updated when I post new episodes. Also, I just posted a wonderful meditation. It'll help you. Uh, it'll help you focus your intentions. So it's a guided meditation. There's binaural beats. It'll get your brain into theta. It's very relaxing. You should check it out. Also, I got a lot of new cool stuff coming and I'm super excited. And so with that, as always, peace and hair grease, boo-boo. Yeah. Yeah, I'm driving slow in the fast lane. Chop a screw, pop a coating. I make a